0: Hello everyone, this is Jem with Bright Families. And today's podcast is a little bit of a rant. You'll have to pardon the intensity, but I have had so many conversations explaining this to people. And when I do, they say, oh, that makes sense, but it's not common knowledge and it really ought to be. So this thing is the idea that anemia measured by hemoglobin is a late and crude indicator of low iron in the body i'm going to repeat that anemia measured in your blood your hemoglobin low hemoglobin is a late and crude indicator of low iron in the body so think about it this way there are a number of factors that control where the iron goes that you eat in your meals But not getting into the weeds on that, for the average person, the average person's body will partition iron such that the blood iron stays up as well as it can. So for the average person, by the time the hemoglobin is down at the lower end of the normal range or below the normal range... The iron stores in the body have already been low for some time. Your body is going to keep your hemoglobin, which is the measure of the number of red blood cells able to transport oxygen through your body. It's going to keep that up to the extent that it can with the iron you have available for as long as possible because you have to breathe and you have to circulate those hemoglobin cells through the body to get oxygen to your tissues, otherwise you will die in the very short term. You can live a long time being exhausted, not having sufficient iron stores in your muscles and other tissues. You won't feel great, but you will not die this week or this month. You will just keep dragging yourself along and you'll probably adjust your life so that you can cope with your overall overwhelming fatigue that you have then become accustomed to. And I have talked to so many moms over the years who were quote never anemic except they were exhausted. They slept in every morning, they needed to nap every afternoon whether they were pregnant or nursing or not. They barely had the energy to drive their kids to activities and they just kind of coped, dragging themselves through every day, making simple meals, keeping a very simple house routine. It is doable. You can adjust to almost anything. However, when someone, their doctor or midwife or someone eventually did a better test and looked at the iron levels in the rest of their body, not just the hemoglobin, then they realized how extraordinarily Deficient, these people were in iron, and started giving them transfusions and supplements. And um, <laughs> more than one woman has said, "I just, I just didn't know how tired I was." And now that I'm two or three months into my heavy-duty iron supplement routine that I didn't think I needed before, I now understand how other moms had the energy to make interesting meals, drive their kids to activities go out in the evening, etc., etc. So this entire time, often through 3 or 4 pregnancies, these women were anemic, truly short on iron, but they were not anemic according to their hemoglobin count or it wasn't low enough to raise red flags to have further testing. And I do not know why we even look at hemoglobin at all in a first world country when it is such a late and crude indicator of iron problems. Personally, I've seen that, uh, at least when I'm expecting, which is the the time that I get my iron checked most regularly, if I'm up in the 13s of hemoglobin, I feel just fine. I feel like myself. If I'm down in the 11s, I want to take a nap pretty much every day and I crash hard. Like, drool on the pillow, asleep hard. And 11 is nowhere, 11 and a half is nowhere near the bottom of the normal range. It's not a red flag at all. But since I mentioned to the midwives, and, you know, we were kind of correlating it, my experience with my hemoglobin, we could see that for me, a hemoglobin of 11.5 indicated a way different place probably in my overall iron than 13 and a half. And so my friends who were finally getting their other body iron stores, their ferritin and other things tested, they were having hemoglobin that was nine or 10. So who knows how long and how severe their iron deficiency had been. But I know personally, part of the reason I take iron most days when I remember is that I simply do not like to need an extra hour of sleep every single day and to be dragging myself around. I would rather just take a supplement regardless of how many iron rich foods I eat. Uh, If I slack off for a month, I will notice the difference. It takes a while, but for that reason, I mostly keep up on it and it just helps me to have a little more spring in my step also people don't know that having anemia for a long period of time will tend to deplete your thyroid partly because your thyroid needs sufficient iron to function properly partly because when you are anemic your body has to ramp up some of your other hormones to keep you going such as your cortisol and that will tend to dysregulate other things in your body over time including lower progesterone and Uh, often other compromised organs such as thyroid. So that is another reason to just stay on top of your iron status and be really proactive. So regardless of whether you're going to get your ferritin tested, if you are able to get decent sleep and you are eating a variety of foods and you're not overdoing it on your carbs, you should not be falling asleep exhausted after lunch every single day. It's great to lay down. I am all in favor of laying down and taking naps and all that. But you should not desperately, desperately need it. And I would encourage you, even if you think you feel, air quotes, fine, I would encourage you to just try taking a nice, high-quality iron supplement that is easy to absorb for a month or two and just see what it does for you. I cannot tell you how many people have told me that they get lightheaded when it's too hot, when they stand up too fast. Their periods are 40 days long. They ovulate on day 25 every month. The whole thing gets stretched out. Their hair is dry. Their skin is pale. They're cold all the time. And yet they're, quote, not anemic. Their hemoglobin is not low. But they have every sign, many, many signs. Of having an iron deficiency. Again also if you crave salty foods, if you want to crunch ice, if you crave weird things like dirt and detergent smell kind of yummy, that is also a sign of mineral deficiency and often particularly iron deficiency. And if you have brittle nails, nails that break easily, if your heart rate is continually elevated, of course that could be stress, but it could be your body compensating for the fact that your blood is literally thin. There's not The hemoglobin is not as dense in your blood as it ought to be. Therefore, your body might compensate by trying to circulate the blood slightly more quickly to maintain some oxygen saturation. So when you put it all together, there's basically no reason not to experiment if you feel like you have less energy than you would like and if your insurance will cover an actual real iron panel that looks at things much more thoroughly than a hemoglobin test I would suggest you get that if you have questions of fatigue. Okay so that's my rant I hope you find this memorable and interesting and share it with your friends that no matter what their hemoglobin says, if they have the symptoms of anemia, they should consider themselves actually anemic and actually get an iron supplement and take it for a month or two and see if it gives them some lift. All right, this is Jen with Bright Families. I hope you have a great day.